It's time now for Here's the Thing, a show that's all about you with your host, Lauren Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you're looking to make a positive change this year, learn lifelong tools to reduce stress and be present. If you're stuck and need to remove the blocks that are from success and happiness in the areas of your life, or if you want to get a new perspective on things, well, it's time to talk to Lauren Cardinal. To talk to Lauren, call 732 748 1079. That's 732 748 1079. And now, here's your host, Lauren Cardinal. Good evening. Thank you for joining me for Here's the Thing. I'm Lauren Cardinal, your host. If you missed the intro, I'm a board certified hypnotherapist and certified life coach. I help my clients jump back into their lives. If you want to change your life, it starts with changing your mind. So welcome, welcome, welcome to those of you listening live on 107.9 FM or online right now. And welcome to the Sussex County listening audience and podcast listeners. So I'm going to start with a couple questions. Do you find that you just keep getting into debt no matter how hard you try to get out? You're making money. You've got a job, you're making money, but you just keep finding yourself in debt. Do you say yes to paying for things regarding family and friends, buying things instead of using the money towards your debt? Do you ever think people with money are greedy or deceitful? That money is the root of all evil? That's an easy one. That money makes monsters out of people? That there's only so much to go around? That you have to work hard to earn money? Do you believe that being wealthy is overrated? That wealthy people think they're better than everyone else? Does the idea of someone saying to you that you must be wealthy to complete, to be complete, does the idea of that turn your stomach? Do you feel guilty for wanting more wealth? Do you live in fear of the what if? Do you think about money all day? Every day? Do you believe you don't deserve money? Do you have a fear of never having enough? Do you ever have the thought of, who am I to get wealthy when there are people in the world who are struggling and suffering? If you answered yes to any of these things, then the show is for you. Tonight's show is about our love-hate relationship with money, where it comes from, and what to do about it. We're going to talk about what you can do right now to change your experience about your relationship with money, your relationship with money in your life. And if there's time towards the end of the show, I'll do a visualization about abundance with you. If any of those thoughts hit a note with you, just pick up the phone and call in. The lines are open at 732-748-1079. I usually talk for a bit in the beginning, but I can easily stop to take your call. So let's talk about this. This too, like last week, this too is important. 732-748-1079. And first off, tonight's show is brought to you by North Star Asset Management. They're investment advisors located in Panther Valley with over 30 years of investment experience. Check them out online at www.nstarinvest.com. They've been helping people create long-term success with their financial plans by choosing the appropriate withdrawal rate. 
If you're at a distance from their location and aren't sure of whether you're or not you're in their service area, you can just give them a call and maybe they can come to you. For more information, call 908-850-9991. You can ask for John or Andrew. That's 908-850-9991. Or again, you can find them online at www.nstarinvest.com. I'll also mention that last week's show, if you missed it, was about changing your stress reaction. One day or day one. If you missed the show or you'd like to hear it again, or you'd like to listen to any of the prior shows, you can find the podcasts on my website, www.laurencardinal.com. And again, I'd like to welcome the Sussex County listening audience to the show on WRSK. It's 97.5 FM broadcasting from Sussex County Community College. The shows are played on Saturday mornings on 97.5 from 9 to 10 a.m., and the shows will be played on a pre-recorded basis. And for my Sussex County listeners, if you'd like to listen live or call into the show, the live shows are here on Monday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. on 107.9 WOLD Radio. You can listen to the show on the internet at woldradio.com or through the TuneIn Radio app on your phone. And to let you know what's coming up for me, I'm in the middle stages of putting together something I'm really excited about. So normally I would wait until everything is complete, but I'm excited and I wanted to mention it to you. I'm working on uh, putting together a group coaching workshop around, you guessed it, money. The group will likely be meeting uh, weekly by phone during a lunch hour time, something during the day that's a bit more reasonable and easy to schedule. And this is an opportunity for participants to join a group for live phone calls, online chat sessions, and support, and coaching sessions with me over a one-month period to clear the logjam, which are your limiting beliefs, and begin moving forward with making changes in your financial situation, to stop feeling exhausted and defeated, and take back your life. You can do this. This group is the opportunity to meet with people who, like you, are ready to take action, ready to get unstuck, and begin moving forwards with the goals that we know are possible. If you'd like more information, please reach out to me through my website, www.laurencardinal.com. I'll have final details on the program next week. This is going to be a good one. I hope you'll join me. You're listening to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal, board-certified hypnotist and results coach, and tonight... We're talking about our love-hate relationship with money and what is stopping you from the financial freedom you want and deserve but perhaps can't seem to hold on to. Call in to share your thoughts or get some coaching around your situation. 732-748-1079. So all of these thoughts that I mentioned at the start of the show, being wealthy is overrated or who am I to be wealthy when people are suffering? Or how about it's not aligned spiritually? Making money isn't aligned spiritually for me. What happens when you, with you when you think about money? Do thoughts come to mind of greed, of selfishness, moral corruption, that money ruins everything? Money and friendships are like oil and water? Money makes monsters out of otherwise good people. These thoughts are all beliefs. 
like ones, likely ones that we formed a long time ago. These beliefs create anxieties and fears around money. Yes, fears. And it doesn't need to be that way. And you don't need to necessarily change what you do. It's about changing your outdated coping mechanisms or justifications or limiting beliefs and our excuses. And just to let you in on a little something here with an excuse, an excuse is really just a challenge in which you've given your power away. Hmm, just think about that for a second. An excuse is really a challenge in which you've given your power away. So, opportunities to take that power back. And I want you to know that wherever you are financially right now, you can make money. Please know that you can make money. There's nothing wrong with you if you haven't accomplished all that you've wanted yet. Money is a loaded topic. We love it and we hate it and we rarely talk about it. It's one of those taboo topics, right? Oh, we talk about it. We hear things on the on the news, on the radio and people giving advice, but talking about it at the level of stating things like I feel guilty admitting I'd like to be wealthy. There aren't a lot of those conversations going on. That rarely happens. And I think it's happening more, getting very real about money. And it's certainly happening here. You know, it's funny because it seems to be okay to ask people what they had for lunch, how many kids they have, how old are the kids, which is kind of personal. It almost seems okay to ask people why they were in the hospital but not ask how much money they have to talk about such things as inappropriate or not so classy, right? And I get it, it's a very personal topic, particularly if we have ambiguous feelings around it. If we were to talk about money, our, if we were to talk about our money situation and it sounds like bragging, ouch. We are certainly setting ourselves up for some ridicule, right? But also remember that the ridicule is based on someone else's outdated beliefs about money. So money. We're ashamed if we don't have it. We're ashamed if we admit to wanting it. We're ashamed to discuss it if we have it. We live in fear of not having enough or of losing it if we have it. We're supposed to know what to do with it, how to get it, and be great at making it and investing it, but no one really teaches us anything about it, and we're not supposed to talk about it. Sheesh. It's no wonder that money is such a hot topic, right? It's almost like you could touch it and get an electric shock. But as it pertains to the underlying beliefs we have about money, we need to right the distorted view of our thoughts and ourselves in order to experience the freedom we desire. Yes, this is about doing the internal work, or we'll continue to sabotage what we're working towards. And it happens at a subconscious level. You've likely heard stories about 
the lottery winners, for example, over the years, who within a certain amount of time, maybe one year, two years, five years, I don't really know. I'm, I know I've heard it, but I'm not sure if there's a certain time frame around it. But within a certain amount of time, there is a large percentage of them that are back living within the financial framework they had before winning the lottery. Have you heard that? Why do you think that is? It's because the belief system was in place. Sure, the external circumstances were drastically different, but the internal world of those individuals was the same. And I've mentioned it before, even last week. What we feel, our emotional state, rules our world 100% of the time. We have our conscious thoughts and beliefs like, Sure, you want to pay me that much money for my work today? Sure, I'll take it. But what is underlying is what rules. It's that figurative area I've spoken about of the iceberg that's below the surface, that large part that rules our world. To change our lives, it requires first being aware of those beliefs. When changing our financial situation, it requires the awareness of the beliefs that we have about money. And in this case, and as it relates to money, it's essential to become aware of what beliefs you have about money that are ruling your world and preventing you from living a bit more freely. And we've spoken about this before as well, but let's keep this in mind as it pertains to a money situation. And here's the thing, whenever there is a discrepancy between what we say we want and what we're actually experiencing, there's an underlying commitment to a belief that's present, a belief that's not serving us. Our subconscious and conscious minds are not aligned. We are completely capable of creating whatever we're committed to. The trouble is that very often, We don't know what we're most committed to. We think we're committed to what we say, but we're actually more likely to be committed to something that took a hold of us in childhood. A coping mechanism put into place so that we feel safe and loved because that's the job of the subconscious, to protect and keep safe and keep you happy. And I've said this before as well, when those commitments that were made when we were kids, no longer serve us as adults, we find ourselves out of alignment, our external experience not matching up with what we say we want. And when that's the case, we experience the turmoil, the confusion, the frustration, the exhaustion. We can't figure it out. What is going on? This is what I want, and I can't seem to get there. And that goes for everything when we're out of alignment. Habit changes, fears And certainly more. Tonight we're talking about that turmoil as it relates to money and your financial health. And again, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal, board-certified hypnotist and results coach, and we are talking about our love-hate relationship with money. If you'd like to call in to share your thoughts or get coaching around this, the number to call is 732 748-1079. And you may be asking, 
What does she mean about beliefs and commitments and what we say? And fears? I think money is fine. Well, it may help to give you an example of how such beliefs are formed. So let's pretend. So let's pretend that you're at a family gathering and you're about nine or ten years old. And your favorite aunt, your mom's sister, isn't at the gathering. You ask your mom why she isn't there. And your, in parentheses here, jealous mother says, I didn't ask Aunt Gina to come this time because now that she's rich, she thinks she's better than us. And so she doesn't have to be with us then. Aunt Gina, well, she's cast out, rarely seen again. And when spoken of, it isn't pretty. So the belief formed by you at 9 or 10 years old, well, to keep in mom's good graces, don't get rich. Now, in your adult mind, you can see the flaw in this thinking. But as a 9-year-old child, the fear of being cast out by your mother, well, that's too much. The subconscious belief is formed. The protection formed is keep mom's love equals don't get wealthy. And that may seem too much to be true. Oh, really? Is that the way it happens? That that can't be. That can't be. But I can tell you that I see it in my coaching and hypnotherapy clients all the time. All the time. And here's the thing. If the internal work isn't done, this belief will be present whether or not mom is still with you in the physical form. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We often... We often follow so many of the shoulds around us, things we grew up believing. And if we're not careful, if we're not careful, we can stay stuck for years in situations that cause us pain because we'd rather defend these misguided beliefs than upset or disappoint someone. Or staying caught in that fear that we'll be cast out. And obviously, there are different situations. There are different experiences that we have that form these beliefs. Something that a parent, an authority figure, said over time that stuck with you. And we draw draw to us the people, the circumstances, the situations that reinforce these beliefs. It's the filtering part of our subconscious mind that does it. And we have to have that filter. Everything that goes on around us, every conversation, every visual stimuli, it's all going into our brains. And if we didn't have that filter, we'd go a little nutty. So the filter is there to reinforce and look for and reinforce what we already know, what we've already decided, what we already believe. So our mind seeks out the situations and the opportunities that reinforce. And so, as time goes on, we create an external world that reflects our internal world. So if we want the external world to change, we do have to do the internal work. Now, all of what we're talking about tonight isn't about keeping up with the Joneses and It isn't about being noble or good in the absence of money. What we're talking about tonight is what's true for you. Your desires are unique to you, as are your desires for money. And if you allow yourself to make the money that you need to flourish, 
It doesn't mean that you are or ever will be greedy, selfish, earth-ruining, or deceitful. A healthy desire for money, for more money, for financial security, and wealth is not greed. It's a desire for life. You know, it's interesting because sometimes it seems to be like that it's an either-or. Why do the good things in life have to be exclusive of making money? Why can't you have your family, take leisurely walks, appreciate friends, volunteer, and have money? And I'll tell you that those thoughts that you may have about feeling guilty about making money when people in the world are struggling, well, try this on for size. You can't give what you don't have. So if you want to help the people in the world who are struggling, you have more to give if you have it. So becoming more aware of your beliefs is essential to making changes. And paying attention to your thoughts is also important. I'll tell you that wealthy people who think they are better than others is equal to someone who is financially struggling, thinking that they're, noble, more, they're nobler because of the struggle. And if you'd like to have more financial success, it will be essential for you to like yourself while you're doing it. Or you can work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and your bank account won't look very much different. Your external world is a mirror of your internal world. If your thoughts are on complaining about how bad things are, your irritation, etc., etc., you're creating more of the same. You must change the way that you're thinking. And if you're not sure about your money beliefs, because that happens sometimes, it can be difficult to get in touch with those long-ago formed beliefs. If that's the case, you can try this exercise. This is an exercise that, <clears throat> excuse me, I heard about, I read about in a book by Jen Sincero, she recommends. And I just love this one. If you sit down and write a letter to money as if it's another person, going to that stream of consciousness root, consciousness root the I love you, I want you, but I feel like if I earn you once, I'll never do that again. I want you over all the time, but then once you get here, I feel guilty, and I feel like you should just go away. Things along that line. If you wrote a letter to money as if it was a friend or someone that you knew, what would you write? Once your story is written down, you realize, hey, maybe it's I don't trust money. Some other exercises that you can try are to make a list of the reasons that you deserve money. Make a list of some beautiful things that have happened in the world because of money. Here's an interesting one. Write down the five most common limiting phrases that you and the people you know use to talk about money. And if they need to hit the road, just stop using them. You can leave money around your house in various places, so it's essentially all around you to reach out and grab. 
Yes, it can help think, change your thinking. So there are exercises that you can do to change your beliefs about money. And the beliefs are deeply formed in you. Like I said, they came out when you were, they, you arrived at them when you were a child. And it creates these fears, these fears that we experience and grow with. And it's interesting when it comes to abundance, when it comes to wealth, the fear that's involved can be stifling. It can stop us in our tracks. And I just want to read something to you. Uh, Maybe you've heard it before. Marianne Williamson has a poem about fear. And I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit. She writes, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, to be gorgeous, to be talented, to be fabulous, to be wealthy. Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We're born to make manifest the glory that's within us. And it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine... We unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So who are you not to be wealthy? You have the opportunity in doing wealth, making more money the way that it fits for you. The way that it fits you your desires, your unique desires. I also wanted to mention two books, and actually one of them, I wonder if I can even say on the air. I'm going to have to check with Sean. I'm showing him this. Okay, he says yes. One of the books is by Jen Sincero, who I quoted earlier. Or she had the example of the exercise, and her book is called You Are a Badass at Making Money. And if you're in debt and interested in a more practical application of paying things down and building your wealth, I would also recommend uh, Dave Ramsey's book, The Total Money Makeover. It is practical. It's less necessarily about the beliefs and where they came from and what to do about it. But once you get past those blocks and you're in your money-making mode and feeling comfortable, it's a way to practically move past the external experience that you have right in front of you. Good. So for anyone who is interested in calling in, let's talk about money. Tell me about what you experienced. Tell me about some of the beliefs that were formed for you growing up, your family situation, things you've heard the responses that you had, what you're carrying with you, give a call, 732-748-1079. So, you know that you're incapable of doing more. And if your current situation doesn't match that knowledge, it's time to ask yourself if you're ready to get unstuck and make changes. 
As I mentioned, the first step is becoming aware of your beliefs and what needs to change for you. Observe your thoughts. What are some of the thoughts you have? How do you talk with your friends? There is, uh, I'm trying to think if I have it written down here. There is somebody, I'm going to say John Rohn, Jim Rohn, who has a quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So for the average of the five people you spend time with, what do you talk about? What are your thoughts about money? How do you talk about money? For the people that are around you, what are your current financial situations? Because if you are comfortable in that, in that environment, then there's also that, that opportunity to kind of stay where you are. That if you are ready to make a change, there may be a little bit of discomfort in that. So maybe it's time to get a little bit uncomfortable in order to make the changes that you need to make. We're just going to need to take a break here. So uh, stay with us. We'll be right back talking about our love-hate relationship with money. Be right back. For those of you who are retired or close to it, have you taken the time to conduct a safe withdrawal rate analysis? If you're like me, you've spent a lifetime saving for retirement and now you want to make sure that it lasts. Few things are more important to the long-term success of your financial plan than choosing an appropriate withdrawal rate and establishing that rate early on can make all the difference. The investment advisors at North Star Asset Management in Panther Valley can help you determine what withdrawal rate is right for you. They've been working with retirees in the area for the past 30 years. For more information, the number to call is 908 850 9991. That's 908-850-9991. Or find them on the web at nstarinvest.com. And now back to Here's the Thing, a show that's all about you on WOLD and your host, Lauren Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you'd like to speak to Lauren, you can call in at 732-748-1079. That's 732-748-1079. Let's get back to the show with your host, Lauren Cardinal. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is Lauren Cardinal. You're listening to Here's the Thing on WOLD 107.9 FM. So before the break, we were talking about fears. I mentioned uh, a couple of books that I think would be good. And also about what you're saying when you're with your friends. How you talk. How do you talk about money? Just kind of the underlying how you move through your life about money. It can be very telling. Because the first part is really to be aware. If you're just going through life and, you know, you're talking with your friends, it's kind of like um, commiserating. And so you don't feel different. And so it must be the same experience that everyone's having, right? And we're all in this struggle. And I will say that for where we are in the New Jersey area, it's, it's very, it can be very expensive. Taxes are high, dual income households, that the money situation can possibly be more trying than in other areas. Certainly not. Um, that's not a, an overall statement with 100% accuracy but, I think you, accuracy, but I think you know where I'm going with that. So it warrants paying attention to the thoughts, the things that you're saying. 
what your friends are saying, how you're going through the life through life. Because if you want to make those changes, then the awareness is the first key, the awareness of your thoughts, then thinking about your beliefs and how they were formed. Um, and we did, I just wanted to mention, we had a caller that came through, and I just wanted to explain. If you want to call in, obviously love to take your call, 732, I'll say it again, 732-748-1079. When you call in, Sean will answer the phone because I'll likely be talking at the time, and it's just an opportunity for him to get your name and let me know where you're calling from and tell me tell us whether you're listening online or whether you're local and listening to the station so then when I answer the phone call and take you off hold that we go right into the call and you can share your thoughts or your questions and get some coaching whatever it is so if you'd like to give a call 732-748-1079 if you have thoughts to share this doesn't only have to be about the coaching situation if you have some thoughts some just something you want to share to enlighten me to enlighten the audience please give a call share it love to hear it so money it really is neutral right I mean it's paper it's just a messenger it's what we think and feel and decide about money that makes it good or bad I mean, money is currency, and currency is energy. And money gets its bad rap from the energy that we give it, what we think and feel about it. It's just paper. Our world is full of injustices, but it's because of the people doing the actions, not the money, right? Money is only a tool. There's a quote quote by Ayn Rand that I love. Money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. So if you're in the driver's seat, where do you want to go? Where do you want to take your money situation? You know, and it's interesting, too, that different experiences that we've had growing up about money, whether they're positive or negative. And I'll just say that sometimes there's a tendency that if you grow up in a wealthy household, it's easier for you to create that wealth. And that may be just because of the beliefs about money that it's okay, and it helps the the world go around, whatever that is. Money being neutral doesn't necessarily make somebody else greedy or selfish or deceitful. There are plenty of, and there are plenty of wealthy people who are greedy, deceitful, and selfish. And there are plenty of people who are struggling with money who are greedy, selfish, and deceitful. So it's not the money. It's the individual. Um, also, with, with fear around money, the beliefs around money, Actually, I'm thinking of a friend right now, a friend that I know who grew up financially challenged. At various points, the lights would go out. Um, At one point, she described that the family was sleeping in the car because they didn't have anywhere to go. And you would think that that would be the groundwork laid for trouble with money. But she did have a wealthy family member who would occasionally give her family money. Now, there are a variety of beliefs that could be formed around that, that 
um, we need help, that we're not good enough, and we need to rely on others. But the belief that she formed was that money is good. Money makes things better. Money eases a situation. So she grew, grew up, I mean, she's certainly financially successful right now in her terms. It's different for everyone. But because in her mind, money's good. She volunteers, she gives. Money is good. That's how it made a difference in her world and how she viewed that situation. And if you have a troubled relationship with money, you do have the ability to change it and transform it. I also want to mention the situation because I've done this too. And sometimes it's just the the thrill of the search, admittedly. So if we're looking for a good value, if we find that we're doing more things DIY, if we're looking at ways to save money, but going to the extreme, looking for that bargain, or is there going to be a sale? There's nothing wrong with looking for a good value. I will continue to do it for the rest of my life. But if you're spending an extensive amount of time doing so, ask yourself if that time may have been more productive creating an opportunity that could make you more money. It's sort of that, that shifting, that when we get lost in that world of saving, 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 and couponing and looking for sales, and don't get me wrong, if that's what drives you, if that's exciting for you, awesome. You know, because we need that, that, that thrill of the victory of, you know, going to the supermarket and getting money back instead of having to pay. I'm not going to deny anyone that thrill. But if you're spending that time researching and trying to save, 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 that time can build up. It can be extensive. And at that point, what's the trade-off between doing something like that or allowing yourself that opportunity to brainstorm of how you could be more creative in bringing that money in. Because then you feel the freedom rather than the confinement of trying to get something lower and lower and lower and lower. There's the freedom. Think about that freedom. And as I always bring it to this when it comes to anything that we're talking about, it's about where you feel it in your money and where you feel it in your body. If we're talking about money, and the beliefs that you have about money. What comes up for you? And where do you feel it in your body? When you think about what you could do if you had more money to educate, to travel, to share, to experience things, where do you feel that in your body? Those are all signals to you. If you're feeling a tightness, a clenching, um, something not good in your body with different thoughts that you're having around money, you can use those as the signal to yourself of what is right and what might need to be examined a little bit further. It's bringing that awareness at a different level, not just your thoughts, because when we're connecting with where we're feeling it in our body, it's also connecting at that emotional level, and that emotional level is the subconscious which rules your world, that internal world. So the internal world. In the beginning of the show, I said, what can we do right now to make changes? Well, what you can do is certainly the work that we talked about earlier of examining your beliefs, 
examining the things that happened when you were younger? What are, you, what are your thoughts? Where do you feel it in your body? And you can start with affirmations to the opposite. I'll always talk about hypnotherapy as well. I consider hypnotherapy to be like affirmations on steroids because of its efficiency and how it gets right to the belief and can help change the belief. Affirmations do work. They're the opportunity for you to, again, filter with a different mindset, filter the information that's coming in. So you're changing your internal world and the external world can change with that. So the affirmations, remembering the positive things about money, what you want to do with the money, and coming up with the affirmation that works for you from a feeling place. It might make sense to you to take a few minutes each day, even 30 seconds for those of you that are really busy, as long as it takes to take in and exhale two times and connect with the feeling of what a little bit more freedom would give to you in making more money, where you feel that in your body, and connecting with that once, twice, five times throughout the day, along with your affirmation, the positives about the making money, so that you're changing your internal world, affirming that. And if you want to do something quicker, or if you hit any blocks with that, you get to a certain point and you notice changes are happening, but then there's a block, well, then you can explore other tools. You can explore coaching. You, you can explore hypnotherapy. You can explore EFT. These are just tools, but they help you to release the blocks and get a different perspective and challenge some of those thoughts. Makes sense, right? Because the, the fears that we have about making money, not having enough, maybe you're not holding on to savings, that fear that we get around it or losing somebody, that's all from a lack mindset. And that, that wanting to have more, but the fear around it and fear will stop us in our tracks, won't it? Whether it's fear around money or any other fear that we're having, it just stops us right in our tracks. And the, the progress that you make can be stifled if the fear comes up. So it's really important to address that fear that you have so you can essentially talk yourself through it. The fears about money. And what would be the worst thing that happens? In any given situation, if you're thinking about what the worst thing could be if you were to make a certain decision that would change things for you, then you've already crossed that off your mind. Well, if this happened, then I would do this. Okay, great, great. So now that's accomplished, so you know what you would do. Now move forward. Now move forward. Because when you have the opportunity to make the money that's in your thoughts, that's your desires, if you're able to afford the things and the experiences that are in your mind, then it's the fullest expression of your authentic self. And if that's living in a cardboard box, then great. I mean, the desires are yours. There's no certain certainty of what that success looks like or feels like to, to anyone else. It's specific to you. And if you're happy living in a cardboard box and that's the fullest expression of your authentic self, then great. You're rich very easily. You have that wealth very easily. 
The idea is different for everyone. So let me ask you this. What is your definition of financial success? What would you do? What would you do differently right now? Right now. Give a call. I'd love to hear from you. 732-748-1079. Our realities are make-believe. Yeah, they're make-believe. If you believe that money is evil or difficult to make, then your bank account will show it. Your external world is a mirror of your internal world. If you make yourself believe that making money is not possible, then you can make yourself unbelieve it as well. You must consciously choose your thoughts and the internal dialogue. And we all say that we'd love to have money, and I'm sure that we would. But it's the opportunity to examine why that isn't staying if it comes your way. Some other exercises that you can do. Write down five positive words to describe money. Write down the five most common limiting phrases that you use about money. Make a list of all the awesome things and experiences that money will add to your life. How about making a list of some beautiful things that have happened in this world because of money? Make a list of all the reasons you deserve money. And if you're working or trying to make ends meet and earn more for your family, maybe it makes sense to bring a picture of your family and look at that every day and remind yourself that you're doing it for your family. And look at my family. They're happy. They are feeling abundant. We are free to do what we need to do, and I am providing this for my family. I am giving us that financial freedom so that they can be the fullest expression that they can be in an abundant life. Because we don't want our families to feel that lack either. And there is an opportunity for you to listen to yourself. Listen to your intuition. If you get a brilliant idea, a creative idea, just jump on it. Jump on it. Hesitation is that when we hesitate, there's, it's that, that crack, that crack in allowing our limiting beliefs to step in and prevent us from moving forward. And sometimes that's where it makes sense to have a coach come in. I mean, it could be me. It could be anyone. It could be a supportive friend, somebody that you know that will support you through thick and thin somebody that you can rely on to be your cheerleader to address those limiting beliefs in you and prevent those cracks from preventing your forward motion. And remembering that it has to come from a feeling place. When you want to make the change, it has to come from a feeling place. Identify where it is in your body. Find your high energy support system. People who will cheer you on, not complain with you. Someone who doesn't sabotage. If you think of growing your financial, your financial, your net worth, like a garden, if there's a weed, we pluck it out, right? So anyone who is not supporting you, even with the best of intentions, somebody, let's give an example, somebody who might say, oh, that's really tough. Are you sure you want to do that? Maybe we don't need to go as far as saying that that's sabotage. 
but that's not the support that's going to help you to keep growing. So yeah, go, keep going, keep going, keep doing. When those weeds come up, we pluck them from the garden. And so it's important to pay attention to how you're feeling around the people that are around you. And it's not to say that you need to get distance from those people. Maybe it's just a matter of the conversations that you're having with them you no longer have. If I were to say to you, choosing healthy foods, things that were good for you, you may not choose to go out and eat five double cheeseburgers because you know it's not good for you when you're thinking about your health. When we're talking about your financials, your net worth, where you want to go, if it's not healthy for you to be around the people who are not supporting you to the fullest, then you need to make the decision to extract yourself from that because it's the same thing. It's not healthy for you. It's not good for you. You have your direction where you want to go. You set your mind to it and you fill yourself with the people who can support you. And you can find other ways to love that person. It is possible. It is possible. So call in and share your stories. We have a few minutes left in the show. 732-748-1079. And actually, we're going to take a quick break. We'll just be right back. 732-748-1079. Be right back to Here's the Thing. Thank you. For those of you who are retired or close to it, have you taken the time to conduct a safe withdrawal rate analysis? If you're like me, you've spent a lifetime saving for retirement and now you want to make sure that it lasts. Few things are more important to the long-term success of your financial plan than choosing an appropriate withdrawal rate and establishing that rate early on can make all the difference. The investment advisors at North Star Asset Management in Panther Valley can help you determine what withdrawal rate is right for you. They've been working with retirees in the area for the past 30 years. For more information, the number to call is 908 850 9991. That's 908-850-9991. Or find them on the web at nstarinvest.com. Okay, welcome back. This is Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal. Um, We have an opportunity. We have a few minutes left in the show, so I'd like to do a visualization with you that I mentioned early on uh, about abundance, but you probably can use it for just about anything. So what I'd like you to do, if you're in a safe place where you can close your eyes, just close your eyes, take a nice deep breath in, and a nice long exhale. And doing that again, and as you breathe in, make sure it's a nice belly expanding breath, bringing oxygen to your brain, and a nice long exhale. Good. And if you need to take a few more nice deep breaths, you can do that at any point. But then just finding the natural rhythm and flow of your breathing and feeling a bit more relaxed. And as you're relaxing deeper and deeper, just imagine a wall between you and your rightful abundance, whatever that means for you. And this wall symbolizes all of the negative thoughts, the negative beliefs and the attitudes that you hold about money and your capacity for abundance. The wall represents the thing that keeps stopping, stopping you right there in the middle of your progress that you just keep running up against. 
And as you get closer to the wall, you notice that it's familiar. It's that same feeling every time. Maybe you've never identified it before, but you know the feeling. And as you get closer to that wall, you'll notice the feeling of being stuck or sabotaging your success or feeling the need to give up. Maybe it stops you every time you get close. And as you get close to the wall, notice how thick or thin it is. How long or tall the wall is. Observe what it's made of. Maybe you can put your hand up and feel it. Notice whether it's hot or cold, if it's rough or smooth. And on the other side of the wall, you notice a light shining brightly. This is the light of abundance and prosperity. And it's time to tear down the wall. It's time to get rid of the wall. Because it can give you the freedom to be successful. So do whatever you need to to collapse the wall. Take it down in any way that makes sense for you. Notice how easy or hard the task is. And now imagine stepping into the light of prosperity and abundance. And let the light radiate all around you and through you until you're vibrating at the same level of energy as the abundance. And notice why it's important to you now to have that abundance. Perhaps it brings peace to your life. Or maybe it's just that the belief feels so right for you now. And now take a moment to discover something that you never thought would happen. Discover one of the benefits of releasing fear and living in abundance. If there are people around you, notice those people. Notice their faces. Notice the way you feel more connected. Notice how easy it is for you to smile, to stand up straight, to feel excited. And now notice what that means about you. Now let this moment begin to wrap all around you. Relax with this feeling for a moment. Notice what it's like to live prosperously. And repeat in your mind, my life is filled with abundance. Take another nice deep breath and release it. Open your eyes when you're ready. Very good. So, to wrap up, if you're interested in a hypnosis session to change limiting beliefs or looking at sustained results through coaching, please give me a call, 973-418-2170. For my Sussex County listeners at WRSK on 97.5, if you'd like to call into the live show, please call next Monday night between 7 and 8 p.m. And 
What you fo- focus on expands. If you're ready to change your limiting beliefs and outdated coping mechanisms, your excuses, I know you're stronger than ex- your excuses. I'd bet money on it. It only took a moment for your limiting belief to form, and no matter how long you've been living with that belief, it can take just a moment to change it as well. In closing, I'd like to thank my sponsor, North Star Asset Management. I'd like to thank our caller, and I'd like to thank you for joining me tonight. Set your phone alarm and tune in next week at 7 p.m. You don't want to miss the show. Until then, keep it light, smile, and enjoy. Good night. For those of you who are retired or close to it, have you taken the time to conduct a safe withdrawal rate analysis? If you're like me, you've spent a lifetime saving for retirement and now you want to make sure that it lasts. Few things are more important to the long-term success of your financial plan than choosing an appropriate withdrawal rate and establishing that rate early on can make all the difference. The investment advisors at North Star Asset Management in Panther Valley can help you determine what withdrawal rate is right for you. They've been working with retirees in the area for the past 30 years. For more information, the number to call is 908 850 9991. That's 908-850-9991. Or find them on the web at nstarinvest.com.